Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is Johnny Wimbry. Uh, Johnny is a, he's the author of multiple books, including his most recent book called Building a Millionaire Mindset. Uh, he's, a, he's a coach. He's a speaker. Uh, he's, he's done a lot of amazing things. Uh, and if you're watching on the YouTube channel right now, uh, you can see how amazing his his background is. Um, so today we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, really. I mean, I mean, he's done. Uh, I th- I think really what would be cool to key in on here is for coaches and speakers who want to grow their business using books. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of speaking and a lot of coaching, and so I think that'll be really applicable. Um, but then also uh, maybe even talk about building a millionaire mindset as an author. Uh, so Johnny, great to have you here. Honored to be here, Chandler. Thank you for the opportunity, man. I look forward to uh, breaking into some really good stuff to help your listeners and viewers. Cool. Uh, well, why did you decide to write your first book? Obviously, uh, <laughs> the Millionaire Mindset book is, is, yeah. is your most recent book, but why did you decide to write your first book? My very first book, I'm holding them as I literally keep them on my desk. It's like my trophies. Um, first book that I wrote called From the Hood to Doing Good. Uh, this became a bestseller. I did self-publish. Matter of fact, I self-published all of my books except for uh, Building a Millionaire Mindset um, with McGraw-Hill. Super excited to be working with them. This book was actually um, how I used certain principles in my life to overcome the adversity. My earliest memory of life living in a battered women's shelter was raised around gangs and, and, and drugs and violence my entire youth. I participated, um, made a lot of bad decisions, you know, uh, full transparency. I got a brother serving 40 years right now in prison. He's been in for 20 years. And literally, Chandler, the only difference between me and him is I did not get caught. So my book, From the Hood to Doing Good, Hood stands for Hazardous Obstacles of Destruction. And I teach the principles of how to push through adversity. And this is this is 2002, 2003, man. This is like kind of my baby. I wrote this in my 20s. Yeah, well, and, and so I'd love to ask follow up on that because I'm sure a lot of people would say, hey, wrote the, writing a book in your 20s and, and, and all that stuff, like there's this imposter syndrome and who yeah. am I to write uh, a book? Did you ever deal with that? That's and a good so, word. How'd you, how'd you work through that? You know, um, I still deal with that. I still deal with the, uh, you know, because Johnny knows Johnny, like Johnny knows Johnny better than anybody else, just like Chandler knows, knows Chandler better than anybody else. So when you know where you come from, you know what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would say I, you know, come from tragedy to triumph and everything in between. You remember those moments where you should doubt yourself. Johnny, why are they going to listen to you? Who are you? to be on stage in Tel Aviv, Israel, to be on stage in Jerusalem, Perth, Australia, South Africa, Singapore. Dude, you're an ex-drug dealer as a teenager. You have a felony arrest. Who are you to teach people how to break through and live life at its highest possibility? Well, I'm a walking, talking billboard. I am the message that I bring. Breakthrough is imminent if you stay close to my message. 
Mm, that's great, man. What would be your advice kind of based on what you learned for other people who are maybe thinking that right now or wrestling with that of, okay, who am I to write a book and, and uh, do I know enough? <laughs> yeah. Am I qualified? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think it's okay to, to, to have those questions in the back of your, 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 your mind. You just got to remember that one voice is going to win. You've got to, you're going to listen to the voice that's saying that, you're not worthy, you're not capable, no one wants to hear your message, or you're going to listen to the voice that says, listen, I have something signature that I need to get out. You know, Les Brown's my personal mentor, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, There's so many powerful people that I have access to um, in the uh, personal development world, as well as, um, you know, becoming an author world. And my key to success more than anything else is I got to participate in my own rescue. So if your voice is the reason that you're not writing a book, that you're not reading books, or you're not stepping into your greatness, if your voice is the reason that you're not stepping into your greatness, how much longer do you want to have that problem? This is how Johnny talks to Johnny. And I go in depth. Building a millionaire mindset has nothing to do with making a million dollars. But if you get the mindset, there's no way you're not going to make a million dollars. It's the mindset. Chandler, I tell my money what to do. My money doesn't tell me what to do. I make money, money doesn't make me. The millionaire mindset has everything to do with the preparation for where you're going. The subtitle says how to use the pillars of entrepreneurialism to gain, maintain, and sustain long-lasting wealth. I wrote this book as a how-to for my children if anything ever happened to me. So I'm 45 years old. I start writing this book. I'm 46 now, but I literally did it with the mindset. If I'm passing down millions, I'm a first generation millionaire and I'm passing down millions to my children, the worst thing that I can do is not prepare them mentally before that happens. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, if you get the money and not the mindset, <laughs> the, money will, be going the money will eat you alive. <laughs> You'll become a victim. Yeah, for sure. So um, let's let's dive in there a little bit. So you you got you got the first book, and then and then um, the most recent book. Um, yeah. So you go from self published to tradi traditionally published with McGraw Hill. What was the thought process on going the traditionally published route with um, this book, and why write this book? Like, how does this fit in with kind of your business as a whole? You mentioned the I'm, kid piece, but yeah, look at that. I'm prepared, man, to answer your questions because I keep these things close to me. Every single one of these books are self published by. Wimber training yeah. system. So you got, you know, Jack Canfield is in my book. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, 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 Jim Rohn is in my book. Les Brown is in my book. So I have literally helped over, and this is without exaggeration, over 200 people become published authors because I teach the concept of why to become a published author. But the reason that I did these books, th this was kind, you know, from the hood to doing good, it's just my baby. It's my baby. It's my voice. It's, it was my clarion call of separation from my past. This, you know, this was my, my manual. These books were more like glorified business cards. And I know that anybody who's a published author may be offended by that, but you have to understand if, if you're in business, like Chandler, you are an expert in your arena of what you do. If you haven't written about it, that means no one's going to be able to learn your expertise. So becoming a published author, whether, you know, you self-publish or not, this is my card that gets me through the doors. I can, I can pass out business cards, Johnny Wimbry, whatever, or I can give somebody a book. This separates me from anyone who
who walks in with the business card. Love it. I agree. Um, so why, um, why, uh, so you obviously got a deep track record, self-publishing books. What mm-hmm. was the thought process behind traditionally publishing and why McGraw Hill and, and all that? Yeah. Most recent one? Self-publishing because I am an entrepreneur. Um, when I deal with numbers, I don't want to, uh, you know, the, the, the first time around and even up until two years ago, I always self, self, self-publish and I still will self-publish um, because when you self-publish, you have control. Um, you own the rights to everything. You don't need to get permission for anything. Um, and, you know, you, you know, failure and success is 100%, you know, up to you if you self-publish. When McGraw-Hill came along, um, I needed to brand my name with the highest level of publishing possible. So when they came along, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, when, you know, McGraw-Hill... Um, they're pretty much in the education market. So they invited me in to be in a very unique category. Um, and when you, when, you, when you go with a publisher, you know, signing bonuses and things like that, those are conversations that come up. And it's very good to have a literary agent if you need. Um, I just wouldn't recommend anybody walking into a publisher without having an agent or some type of representation. Awesome. Um, and then how does this, how does this most recent book kind of fit in uh, with, with your business, with your goals, yeah. with the growth and all that stuff? Everything that I'm doing right now, Chandler, I am just in a mindset of massive duplication. Um, and, and, and although my book, it's called Billion, Building a Millionaire Mindset, um, uh, quick plug, it's endorsed by Emmett Smith, the great Emmett Smith, NFL um, Super Bowl champion. It's forwarded by Les Brown. It's um, endorsed by Nancy Lieberman, um, one of the only females in the NBA Hall of Fame. Holton Bugs, uh, you know, billion-dollar producer. Evan Carmichael, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Jan Miller. And actually, do you know the name Jan Miller? Uh, I don't, know. Okay, so Jan Miller is with Dupree Miller Publishing. She is one of the largest literary agents in the world, and she was representing me. Um, and she, she does like Tony Robbins, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen, I mean, uh, uh, Phil McGraw, Dr. Phil. So when I got under that umbrella, I started looking and thinking differently. But before that, it was all self-publishing. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right. So if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. Now, um, talk to me about how, how do you, um, how have you gotten so many notable people to do um, endorsements and forwards? <laughs> well, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an yeah, author. Yeah. Um, I've been speaking since I was, you know, uh, 27 years old. I'm 46 right now. Um, I have literally uh, been in front of millions of people through things like this, as well as stages around the world from, you know, stadiums of 20,000 people at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium to, you know, 10 people in a corporate boardroom and those 10 people are worth more than those 20,000 people probably combined. So from, 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 you know, uh, my, if you say, Johnny, who is the client or who, who's your perfect audience? The audience that I look for are people who are hungry, 
people who, people who have something to prove. From the hood to doing good is a true story for me, but everybody has that story. And if you're listening to me right now, there is something about you that made you stay on and on this interview this long. That's a sign. That's a clue. People don't stay on because they're bored. They stay on because something's happening. Like something is triggering inside you right now. And and here's 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 how I think, Chandler. If someone's going to become a best-selling author, my hit my book hit number one in five different categories. If someone's going to be a best-selling author in the year 2021, it might as well be me. I've always had that mindset. And you may say, Johnny, well, that sounds arrogant. Well, in my book, I teach the difference between arrogance and confidence. When you don't understand the difference between arrogance and confidence, you'll always be intimidated by confident people. My confidence comes from the place I know where I come from. My confidence comes from the place someone's going to knock the ball out of the park this week. Somebody's going to kick that winning field goal this week. Someone's going to hit that winning shot. So it might as well be me. That's a mindset. The mindset, I'm on the hunt. I am literally a sniper for success. Every day I wake up, I use these principles to scope out the next opportunity. And when I find that opportunity, my mindset is ready to pull the trigger. I prepare you for the conversation that you're scared to have. Mm. And so you're saying as it relates to um, endorsements and forwards and all that stuff, that, you, that you're taking a targeted approach and yeah. going to those folks and saying and making a specific request yeah. and maybe you've shared the stage with them previously or what does that look like? Well, you know what? I apologize because I want to go back and answer that question yeah. correctly. I, I went off on a tangent, but um, when I was around 27 years old, um, I started researching the personal development industry because every time I spoke on stage um, and we're talking about small stages, hotel venues, um, insurance companies, things like that people would start asking me, you know, do you speak for these organizations? And they wanted to hire me. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I just like helping people. And then I realized it was an industry. So I sought after Les Brown, which is one of the most powerful voices on the planet. And this is back in the year 2002. So imagine Les Brown back in those days. It took me about two years to nurture a relationship. I tell the entire story in the book. I had to borrow money to be in his presence. And that led me to just different rooms. I served him. I, I picked him up from the airport. I carried his bags. And that got me around some of the greatest voices. Um, I've spoke for the Zig Ziglar Corporation twice while he was still alive. It was me being willing to serve and learn at the lowest level and not being, not being seen in the room. And, and if you know my personality type, you're like, there's no way in hell Johnny Wimbry was in a room and he was quiet. Well, I teach the reason why. I'm soaking up, I'm a sponge, and I'm learning. When I'm around, you know, I had the honor of sharing the stage with uh, Jim Rohn. To me, he's one of the foremost leading philosophers on, on success and wealth principles. That is mind-blowing to me when I think about being homeless and making very bad decisions, living in hell. Yeah. And so, so give and serve first um, and, and get into rooms where you can bump into people where um, that ultimately will, you know, on down the road. Absolutely. Stuff like this. And, that, yeah, that's, and that's show yourself coachable, show yourself again. hungry, show mm -hmm. yourself coachable and show yourself willing to be seen and not heard. Mm, that's great. It's, it's so funny how similar our stories are in that respect is my first conferences 
um, I was a volunteer <laughs> and yeah. it, it was, I couldn't afford to pay for the conference. So I just emailed the conference <laughs> or the conference organizer and say, Hey, I'll sweep the floors. I'll run the mics. I'll drive speakers around, whatever you need me to do. Same, uh, same. Just, do whatever you need to do to get in the room. And it separates you. You know, if, if, if you want to create a life of perpetual increase and increase is a big word for me, it doesn't mean like, you know, you're, you're going to go from, you know, here to here. But as long as you can calculate the steps that you're moving in a direction of elevation, as long as you can put yourself in atmospheres that elevate you, you have no choice to be exposed to greatness. And when you serve, like you just said, you're just putting yourself in position to serve, but also to be elevated. Mm, love that. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk most recent um, book launch. Um, anything you did differently from self-published to traditionally published and with, and really with the most recent book to, to make that book successful? My book launch, uh, was, uh, December of uh, uh, 2020, Mm -hmm. a little bit before that, uh, about 90 days leading up. So we were in the midst of COVID hell. So there was no, there was no travel or anything like that. We did something, I think that would be, uh, like kind of that, that new step. Like there was no one to teach this before because it didn't exist. So we went very hard on social media, very hard on, um, on testimonials from, from everyday people all the way up to celebrities. So if you go to at Wimbry on Instagram or any social media platform, you'll see that, you know, I have, you know, Anthony, Anthony Anderson, I have, you know, Grant Cardone, um, Paula Abdul, uh, there are a lot of, you know, um, 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 Floyd Mayweather. There are a lot of celebrities, um, Ric Flair, um, um, Brett Favre, football players. So a lot of people have done verbal testimonies, like 60 second clips um, that I've posted. And that was doing something untraditional. And I had a backup plan because I didn't know if that would work, but it worked. So untraditional launch in the sense of, um, getting, getting testimonials, yeah. creating a social splash, like basically doing all the things that I would assume yeah. if, if it was, if it was your normal kind of speaking schedule, you'd be <laughs> building books into oh, yeah. you'd be like all that stuff, but you're saying, Hey, we went just hyper virtual. Yeah. Kind of yes. Th you know, the stage is where my magic is. And yeah. when you take that magic away, it really forced me to level up in different areas. And the principles in my book, started slapping me in my face mm. it's like you know what are you talking about johnny you know you're you're not doing what you're teaching you know mm. you're complaining about COVID 19 you're complaining about not being able to travel okay everything in your book talks about overcoming adversities and teaching principles so mm. my words begin to slap me in the face mm. and and i had no choice to do what i call participating in my own rescue rescuing myself because I can't speak from stage, rescuing myself because I can't get on the plane and go to London, England, like I normally do. I rescued myself from my limitations by participating in my own rescue. And I just decided to use very, very minimal dollars to mm. get extraordinary uh, testimonies. Cool. That's awesome. Most, awesome. most of my testimonies didn't cost me anything. Yeah. That's awesome. Stra strategy is strategic. Yeah. What, um, what actually I'll follow up on that. What, 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 what was, what was the strategy there? Like, how did, how did you do that? I mean, those are some big names and, and specifically video testimonials. And you said most of them didn't even cost yeah. anything. What, what, any, any practical tips or takeaways that, that other authors can use? 
So when I lived um, in LA for two years, I was being pitched as the next Montel Williams. You know, Montel Williams was going out right around 2006, 2007. They were pitching me coming in. Well, in 2008, the economy just tanked. All the record, you know, studios, like everything just got shut down. So didn't get my show, but I didn't lose my relationships either. Mm -hmm. So it was really about me leveraging the relationships. Now, many of the authors that I help become authors have access to my access points once they become part of my circle. So if you have people who are watching right now and you truly have a desire to become a published author, you know, there are ways to do it without you having to write an entire book. You and I can co-author a book together. So many of my speakers that I train, I help elevate their visibility. And by elevating their visibility and them becoming published authors with me, my business partners automatically know their name just based on exposure. So if somebody's watching and you're seriously interested, go to costarauthor.com, just like it sounds, costarauthor.com, one word. I am looking for people right now. I'm interviewing people at the top of the year, um, the first quarter of 2020, uh, 2022, to find people that I can align my brand with as long as they have a brand I want to be aligned with to help them elevate their visibility. So the short answer is this. Everything that I use for the last 20 years, I've never lost a relationship. So the videos that I use are some of them are favors from 10 years ago. Cool. Um, last couple of questions I have, um, Johnny, what would, uh, what would your advice be for folks looking? I mean, you've got a ton of experience just in the speaking world. Yes. What would your advice be for, for authors who want to, well, I guess it's a two-part question for authors who want to speak uh -huh. uh, and then speakers who become authors as kind of like using books yeah. to grow your, your, your speaking business. That's my world. That, that, that is exactly what I do. I help speakers understand the professional speaking industry, whether it be communicating one-on-one, -on -one, newscasters, um, politicians, uh, motivational speakers, people who speak to small boardrooms. But then I also help them create their own separate brand at the exact same time because we're all experts in some areas. So let's just say that you have a, a lady who's listening right now or watching right now, and she owns two or three different daycares. Well, I would consider her an expert in that arena. I would help her become a consultant on a national scale on how to create and build a successful um, you know, um, um, aftercare business, whatever it is for kids. But you have to understand, everyone, you, me, we are all experts in some area. There is an advantage of learning how to vocalize that, learning how to articulate that. But it's also there, there is an advantage of people being able to Google you as a published author. This is what I help people do. It just separates you from about 99% of the people that call themselves a life coach, call themselves a success coach. You want a brand. So when it comes to the public speaking arena, and becoming a published author, I don't know anybody in the world that has done what I've done the way that I've done it with as many published authors that I've had from around the world, even in languages I don't even speak. Got it. Um, what would be your parting piece of advice, Johnny, for, um, for, for the Johnny from how many ever couple decades ago or the other Johnnies out there who are thinking about writing a book and, and uh, uh, who, who haven't started yet? What would be kind of your parting piece of advice? My, my, my advice is to give yourself permission to believe that it's possible. You know, if I, the, the, and I'm going to answer the question, but I'm going to tell a story so you'll understand. One of the most 
ongoing questions that I get more than anything else is, Johnny, if you can go back in time, what would you change? You could change one thing. Would you change not being homeless, not living in a battered women's shelter, maybe, you know, being, uh, you know, raised in a, you know, middle class area versus poverty? I wouldn't change any of that. The only thing that I would change is I wish I could have believed sooner. I wish if I had to go back and talk to Johnny and I had this conversation with maybe a 13-year-old Johnny, I will pull him up and I say, listen, man, you're going to be big. There are great things that are ahead of you. People from around the world will know your name. If you believe sooner, it will happen sooner. So if I'm talking to somebody right now that is, you know there's something inside you that nobody else can deliver. Your thumbprint, your DNA, it is designed for you to leave on this planet. That's yours, your book, your movie, your, 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 your song, your invention, whatever it is, it's yours. And only you are designed to leave it. So I am telling you right now, don't be selfish. Don't take that to the grave with you. Don't be selfish to the point where you leave us unequipped when you have the voice to help us. Believe sooner because we need your story sooner. Mm, that's awesome. Johnny, this has been great, man. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> where, well. where, can, uh, where can people go uh, to grab a copy of your newest book? The newest book, Building a Millionaire Mindset. It's available any major bookstore in the world. Um, Amazon is kicking my ass right now. You know, they're, they're discounting my book on a level I can't even discount it. So in all transparency, if I were you, I would go to Amazon and get it. I would go to audible.com because audible is instant. You can listen to it. It's a, uh, we got the audible book. Um, but, you know, if you want to be traditional, just walk into your local bookstore or order it. Um, and it's delivered to your house. But it's, it's McGraw-Hill, so there's nowhere in the world you cannot get the book. Cool. And did you narrate the audiobook? You know what? I knew you were going to ask me that. I thought I wanted to. And, yeah. and here's crazy. I have yeah. an acting background. I, 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 fresh out of high school, I went to acting college, and that probably saved my life. Um, it, it did save my life. And I'm totally qualified to do my own audiobook. But McGraw-Hill they're so big you kind of have to go with their suggestions but i actually was able to pick the voice and i'm actually very very happy i couldn't have done what he did cool that's awesome yeah well, johnny thank so, you so much man thank you appreciate thank you, you man all right brother thank you guys i appreciate it shout me out tag me at wimbry let me know that you watch this i'd love 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 to be a part of your circle awesome appreciate it brother god bless bro Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you can be listening to, YouTube channels that you can be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right, reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. 
If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.